Amen. Ah, Jeremiah 18, chapter 1 through the 6th verse. Let us use for a thought today, shaped by the hands of the Lord. Somebody say, shaped by the hand of the Lord. Amen. I'm glad. I don't know about you, but somebody ought to join with me. I'm thankful that I'm in God's hands. Amen. When I'm in God's hands, everything is going to be all right. I don't care what I perceive or what I feel or what I reckon, everything is going to be all right. Am I right about it? See, this part of Scripture carries us from the image to disgrace and back to the image. From the image to disgrace and back to the image. Am I right? Amen. See, uh, he uses an earthly example to convey in heavenly meaning. Jeremiah, the Lord said, Jeremiah, get up and go to the potter's house and I will call you to hear my word. To hear my word. In other words, I'm going to put my word in this earthly example so you can walk away knowing what I mean. That's why sometimes I use earthly examples to convey heavenly meaning. Jesus did it all of his days here on earth. He used farming. He used fishing. He used sheep. He used things that were common to the people so he could cause them to understand the meaning of his words. Am I right about it? So here we are today under the same doctrine and under the same spirit that Jeremiah was under. See, we are re-engineered for God's purpose. Dick Jackson just said, don't go south on 45 to 20 east because it's blocked. They are re-engineering that bridge because of much traffic, much weight has taken a toll on that exit. And they are doing preventive construction so nobody would be going over that bridge and fall through. Am I right about it? God is re-engineering us. Since sin got a hold of us, it tore up a lot of stuff that God put in us. And so he has to re-engineer us to bring us back to our original intent. Are you following me? I, I talks about image to disgrace, back to image, okay? From the image, Genesis 1 and 27 says, so God created man in his own image. Somebody say image. Image means we were just made just like God. Well, 
But Pastor, I thought God was a spirit. He is. But so we were made after the image of Jesus Christ. Am I right about it? You know Jesus was there. Somebody needs to say something. Jesus was there when God stepped out from the purple hills of eternity and stepped on nothing and there was nothing to step on. He just stepped. He spoke something and there became something because nothing was there. We were, then when he created the earth and furnished it, then he made man. And he created man after his own image. Somebody say image. Am I right about it? So, so Jesus just looked just like God if God was flesh and blood. God sent his son so we could feel and touch and talk to him. And he was a good representative of God. The Bible said he thought it not robbery to be made uh, just a little lower than the angels. Am I right about it? Jesus said, I know who I am. And doesn't make any difference what you say. It doesn't take away from who I am. That's a good dialogue for you to say. I know who I am. Say, I know who I am. And no matter what you do or say, it doesn't take away from who I am. Somebody ought to shout right there. It doesn't take it away. Amen. So we were made after the image of God. The Bible said we were created in his own image. Amen. So, so we started out being created in the image of our creator. Can you go with that? Okay. In the image. If we were created in the image of God, we should be able to do what God does. You know why we can't? Somebody say sin. Sin will dilute any spirituality that you may have. You don't have to say amen. I'm going to preach. I say sin will dilute the power that God put in us. Amen. We'll go to say something and sin will say shut up. We'll go to praise him. He'll say you remember what you got to do at church. We'll, we'll be in worship and watching our clock and say, Pastor, you got five minutes. That's sin. Oh, you better, pr- you better pray. We're in an instant society, and folks want to come to church and stay 30 minutes and think that's going to do them. And it won't. It won't. This is the day of rest. This is the day of worship. This is the day of praise. Am I right about it? And yet folks still want to rob God of his time, of his tithes, and of his offering. This is God's day. This is God's day. When I I realize that we have to be cognizant of time, we can get too long and become ineffective. 
But it does take a minute to get the message. Am I right about it? We are, in, we are engineered for God's purpose. Look at here. We talked about the image, right? We started out in the image. And then we went to disgrace. Uh-oh. Something happened between the image and disgrace. Somebody say, sin. Jeremiah 18 and 8 says, if that nation against whom I have pronounced turn from their evil, I will repent of the evil that I thought to do unto them. God is saying, I know you. You can't hide from me. I saw you sneaking and creeping and cheating. I, I, I saw you. I, I, I was there. You didn't think you, you thought because there were no church members around that you was incognito, but God is saying, I was there. But see, that ain't the good news. Here come the good news. If you repent. When you sin, God is saying, I'm going to get you. And then he put in a provision. He said, now, if you repent, I will what? Abort that punishment that I plan to give you. Somebody ought to shout. Somebody ought to shout right there. Because I had stored up a lot of whippings from the Lord. And I ain't, don't look like what I've been through. Am I right there? And you don't either. Some of y'all should be dead, on drugs, in the hospital, on the mental health ward, of all the stuff you've been through. Am I right about it? Somebody say, but God. When I was at church back in the country, I told this, and... I'd be, I knew not to sit on the back row. <clears throat> I knew better, but I did it anyway. Hoping mama didn't see me. My daddy was more compassionate on me, and he would look back there and say, and I knew what that meant. Mama gonna wear you out when you get home. You better repent and come on up here where you're supposed to be. Am I right about it? Sometimes I repented and came on up where I was supposed to be, and mama aborted the killing that he, she had planned for me. Somebody need to say something. Are you getting it? I say shaped in the hands of the Lord. Am I right about it? Now, now look at here, look at here, look at here, look at here. We went from the image to disgrace. And then God repented to himself. You, you remember that, right? Man was so evil. Man was so rebellious that God wanted to destroy mankind. But he repented to himself. Well, nobody else to repent to. He said to, I cannot use my sanctified imagination and say, God said, you know, I, I, I can't do that. I made, him, I made man to glorify me, to worship me, and to praise me. What would it look like if I destroy him? So I said, okay, I'm not going to do that. I'm going to bring him from disgrace back to the image. Oh, somebody ought to be shouting right there. 
Aren't you glad that God didn't leave you in your mess? Oh, you don't have to say, man, yeah, we were messing. Well, well, Pastor, I wasn't that bad. You was messing. I just told a little white lie. You was messing. I didn't gossip much. You was messing. And God could have left all of us in our mess. But he repented. Aren't you glad about it? I said, I'm glad. Because I had stored up a bunch of whoopings from the master. But I said, Lord, create within me, within me a clean heart. Renew within me the right spirit. Lord, stop my mind from dragging me in trouble. Because it's your mind. Ain't nobody made you do nothing like Flip Wilson said. The devil made me do it. It's your mind. Somebody say, it's my mind that needs renewing. I need to know how to think different. I need to know how to love different. I need to know how to walk different. Somebody say, it's my mind. It's my mind. Sin will make you think crazy. Then sin will cause you to get into, as the old folks said, devilment. I don't know if that's a real word, but I heard it all my life. And you know what I'm saying. And that means we were devilish. 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 So he's bringing us back. And I don't know about you, but I'm glad. Oh, I'm so glad. Yes, Lord. Well, we fell into disgrace. Now God is getting ready to bring us back to our image. Our image. Our image. Romans 8, 28 and 29. Romans 8, 28 and 29. And we know. Do you know by now? I said, we know by now, right? After God has been so good to us, after he has pulled us out of the monkey mara, you should know something by now. The Bible says, and we know that all things work together. The bad that you went through, the disgrace that you went through, it's working together for your good. You don't know what hot is until you're in a spirit school. You don't know what broke is unless you done had some money. Am I right about it? It's working together. It's shaping you. It's molding you. If nothing else is letting you know not to go down that same road and make that left turn, you ought to know something by now. Oh, somebody need to pray and help, help me preach, son. We know now. All things work together. It did not say things, everything was good. It didn't say that. It said it worked together to get you to the good. Am I right about it? Explain that, Pastor. If you've been to jail and now you know, you don't take those same steps to go back in jail. It's real simple. It's shaping you. It's molding you. 
Am I right about it? Sometimes we don't like to be mold. Sometimes we want to tell Lord, I'm fine, Lord. Just let me die in you. Let me keep on sinning. Let me keep on feeding the flesh. Let me, let me, let me. God said, no. You my creation. And I have plans for you. I have put something in you that I'm getting ready to pull out. Somebody in the house this day is sitting on your gift. Oh, you don't have to say amen. God has put something in you. Why, why has it to glorify him? Quit setting on your gifts. Quit setting on them. If you're an usher, keep on ushering. He talks about the doorkeeper in scripture. Am I right about it? You that are singing, keep on singing. Come to choir rehearsal. Quit sitting on your gift. Uh, uh, God, or do you like he did Nezra test Nezra? Take your voice. Take your, take all your, you can't say nothing. God, let me talk again. I promise, I'll praise you. Let me walk again. I promise I'll walk for you. Am I right about it? It's shaping us. It's shaping us. It's shaping us. For good to them that love God. Do you love him? You don't sound like you love him. I said, do you love him? To them who are the call according to his purpose. You have to be careful. You was drawn to the kingdom of God for a purpose. Am I right about it? According to his purpose. God has an assignment for all of us. It is imperative that we find out what it is. For whom he did foreknow. He, did, he knew for us. He also did predestine. See that? See? He, he foreknew you before you before you entered into your mother's womb. He knew what you were going to be named. He knew your disposition. He knew your character. He knew your manner of behavior. Am I right? He foreknew you. Therefore, he predestined. In other words, he, he already planned and picked out a spot in his kingdom for you. I said for you. It's an incomplete picture. When you put together a thousand piece puzzle and you miss one piece, it's incomplete. You can put a band-aid over that spot that you supposed to have been in, it's still incomplete. I don't want to be incomplete. And I don't want to leave my spot vacant. How about you? Uh-oh, you don't sound like it. Am I right? So, for whom he did, for no, he also did predestined, pre, pre, mean before, you, you English majors, uh, to be what? Conform back to the image of his son. That he might be what? The firstborn of many brethren. You know, I, I was... As far as I knew, the little group that I was hanging with, I was the first one to be conformed. 
man, what you doing now? I'm preaching God's word. Uh, you still going out? No. I'm, I've been conformed. I ain't playing with God. And God ain't playing with me. I'm going to follow his will. I, I need to testify today because I have experienced both sides of the fence. I have been struggling, struggling. And then I have been blessed, blessed. And if I have a choice, I would rather be blessed, blessed, rather than being struggling. So, am do you hear me today? Am I right about it? Oh, I know, I know. But Pastor, can I hold on to this raggedy friend? No. Uh, Pastor, it, it don't hurt me to go and share me a while. No. You've been conformed, transformed, and you've been brought from disgrace back to God's image. Am I right about it? You who are here and you have sold out to the desires of your flesh are being transformed and are being shaped into what God intended you to be. Now, let me, let me, let me deal with this. He said the vessel that he made of clay was marred. He, uh, uh, is anybody familiar with a swill? He was on the potter's wheel. Jeremiah was looking at this wheel, and as he was looking at this wheel and observing what the potter was doing to this clay, the words of God came to him. As the potter was shaping his hands on each side, he felt something in one of his hands. It was a little rock, a little pebble in the side of the vessel, and it was striking. He said, the pot was still in his hand, but a stone, a, a defect, something had gotten into the clay which was going to mess up. the. You know what I'm talking about. Sin will get into you. It, it will mar you. And God, that's why God chased Adam and Eve out of the garden. I don't want you to stay in your sin. I got to chase you out carry you from the image to disgrace, and I got to bring you from disgrace to the image. Somebody said we're going back to Eden. We're going back, y'all, because we done made the circle. Oh, some of y'all know. You know how good a time you had. I hope you're not still having that time of time. I hope you're having a time with the Lord. I hope you're enjoying praising and worshiping him. Am I right about it? He said the mark was in his hand. So he what? Pushed it back down and made another vessel. Can I not take the same clay and make you over? I don't need to add nothing to you. I put everything in you from the start. You don't allow something to get in you and it has marred you. And I cannot sanctify you until it's removed. Somebody said, remove. 
all of the marred places removed. All of the marred places in my life. Am I right about it? He was in, the clay was in the potter's hand. And then he pressed it back down. And you know he took the pebble out. You can't be made whole again until you take out the marred area. Am I right about it? Well, why did he do it to the vessel? See, here's the psychology behind that. When he felt the rock or the pebble or whatever it was in the vessel, he had shaped it. You were somebody before you start sinning. Because you was in the image. Sin carried us to disgrace. And now God is shaping us back to the image. Are you getting it? And I know he looked at the clay. Where is that piece at? That was in that clay. That lodged in that vessel. There it is. There it is right there. And he took it out and throwed it out and made another vessel without the marred area. That's why I pray, Lord, take it out. Take it out, God. I can't be complete until you take it out. If I have a lying tongue, take it out. If I have a gossiping tongue, take it out. If I have little faith, take it out and put in more faith. Am I right about it? He took it out and made it all over again. Am I right about it? Now, if he had not taken that marred, play, that marred piece out of the vessel, once you mold a vessel, you have to put it in a keel. A keel is a hot oven to bake the, to bake the vessel to make it hard. Am I right about it? To make it hard. To make it permanent. I said to make it hard and permanent. And that weak space in the side of that vessel would have been the first place it had cracked. If he hadn't took out that lying tongue and tried to put you, that would be the thing that would bring you down. We all have our little customized sin. Don't be sitting here looking at me. I know mine, and you know yours. Oh, yes, you do. You need to say something. God is looking at us, and he wants to take out that marred area so we can be made whole. Anybody know what I'm talking about? Can I get a hallelujah? Am I right? I'm glad the Lord come into my life and took away some stuff. And Am I right about it? Showed me some stuff. Now, he takes away some stuff that's beyond our control, and then he'll tell you about some stuff that you need to remove your, oh, help me, Lord. He, 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 he took it out. He foreknew us. He also predestined us. He also is conforming us.
to the image of his son. As I hurry to a close, in God's hand, I say in God's hand, are you glad to be in God's hand? Romans 9, 20 and 21. Romans 9, 20 and 20, he say, Nay, but, O man, who art thou that what replenish against God? In other words, who going to question God? Shall the things form say to him that formed it, should we say to God who formed us, why hast thou made me like this? Should the clay say to the prodder, why have you shaped me like this? Am I right about it? In scripture, he says, will the clay rise up and start questioning the potter and say, I don't want to be made like this. See, sin will cause you to try to be like somebody else rather than embracing what God has shaped you to be. Am I right about it? I want to be like him. I want to be like her. You need to be like yourself. And let God uh, keep on shaping you. And don't pay any attention uh, to people that think they're already there. Because they lying. We'll be shaped in the image of God until Jesus come back for us. Am I right about it? So when you uh, hit a low place in life, when you are questioned about some of your morals and some of your character, just let them know that I'm being shaped. Am I right about it? I'm being uh, redone. I, I, I'm being uh, raised up from a disgraceful state, and God is still working on me. Don't you know that God is still working on you? He said, Pastor, I slip every now and then. That's all right because you got, uh, you got a God that gives you provisions to say, I'm sorry. And walk away from it. Should we continue in sin that grace may abound? And God said, no, no, no. But if you stumble and fall and do something that the old man would do, God is saying all you have to do is repent. And I will abort the evil that I had planned for you. For those folks who don't repent, they got a judgment day coming. Am I right about it? So we are in God's hands. So he formed us after his own image, and he has predestined us to do a certain thing. Am I right about it? Has not the potter power over the clay? Has not the potter power over the clay of the same lump 
of the same person. Am I right about it? To make one vessel honor and to make another vessel dishonor with the same clay. Am I right about it? What that means is he shaped you at first uh, after his own image. That was a, a, a vessel after his honor. And then sin came into our lives and we became a vessel of dishonor. And then he's going to take the same clay and take us back to the image. He's not going to add nothing to you. He's not going to take nothing from you because he made you complete when he made you. Sin distorted you. Sin lied to you. Sin drug you. Am I right about it? And as a result, you got out of shape. And God sits high and he looks low and said, that's my child. I can't let him go to hell. If you would just come and fall down on your knee and say, Lord, forgive me. I'm sorry. He will. Somebody ought to help me, sir. I said he will completely shape us and mold us. After his own will, ain't God all right? Uh, ain't he all right? Ain't the Lord all right? Somebody say, yeah. Yes, he is. God sent his son. His son gave his life. Am I right about it? Put him in a barry grave. Barry grave, but early. Somebody shout early. Early. Early Sunday morning, he got up. Didn't he get up? He got up. Didn't he get up? He got up with all power in his hand. Power to save, power to heal, power to redirect, power to reshape us, power to establish us. Power to heal us, power to encourage us. Ain't God all right? Am I right about it? But he got up on Sunday morning with all power in his hand. But he's coming back again. Yes, he is. He's coming in the air, riding on a cloud. Those that are dead in Christ will rise up out of the grave. Those who are alive in Christ will be changed. I say they will be changed. We're going home with Jesus. Am I right about it? When we get to God, I can use my sanctified imagination. He's going to put us all in his big old hand and say, Father, Father, oh, Father, these are mine. These the one I died for. These the one you reshaped. These are the one who's acceptable. Ain't he all right? I can't hear you this morning. Ain't the Lord all right? Yeah. Yes, he is. Yes, he is. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yes, he is. I said reshaped, renewed, reborn, 
Am I right about it? Jesus said just the other day, you must be, you got to be born again. Is it anybody in the building thankful to God that he renewed your soul? Is it anybody in the building glad that he changed your mind? Is there anybody in the building can give God the praise? God the praise. God the praise. Yeah! Ah, yeah!